And welcome, everybody. Hey, it's Friday, Saturday. Excuse me for I'm yes on yesterday's time. Excuse me. Yesterday, no, it's fr- Saturday. Thank you. I'll get there eventually. It's Saturday the 12th. And today we have on one of our very favorite astrologers, Mr. Ray Grassy. He's going to be on to talk about a multitude of things. But we finally decided yesterday what we were going to talk about. We're going to talk about Joe Biden and his presidency as it, it stands right now. We can look at the astrology to see what's going on in his life. And we're also going to examine several other things like Joe Manchin. So we have Joe and Joe on the show today. And so we have his chart and we have uh, Mr. Biden's chart here to both look at. And we're going to see how they affect each other. And it's just all sorts of good stuff we're going to be talking about. So anyway, I just want to acknowledge um, if they're listening on the show here, Mr. Rusty and Mr. Peter from yesterday's Creative Chats. Um a uh, thing that we did yesterday that turned out to be almost three hours long. It was amazing. And I just want to thank them for their time and, and their wonderful spirit to make it happen. So that's going to be airing this coming on Tuesday, Thursday, excuse me, about 3.30 in the afternoon. It will be on the creative Creatives Chat, as Creatives, plural, chat uh, site on Facebook. And you can tune in and watch me talk to these guys. So it'll be an hour, and then, then the next hour will probably air next Monday, I believe. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that real quickly. And then, okay, and so we have on, obviously, Ray Grassy, and we're going to have on as the Celebrity of the Week, Mr. President Joe Biden, who is awesome. And so we're going to be talking about him, too, basically about what he's done so far and how he's just amazing. He just amazes me. His energy is amazing for somebody who is 78 years old. It's just phenomenal to me. So anyway, we're going to be talking about all that, and we're going to be talking to Ray. We're going to bring him on right when we talk about Mr. Mr. Biden on during the Celebrity of the Week. That'll be our next segment. Okay, so let's get started with that, and we're going to take a break really quick, and when we get back, we're going to be talking to Mr. Ray Grassy, and we're going to be talking about Joe Biden. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now... We're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk 1150. very much Nathan it's funny I came in this morning thinking you know I should have asked him to pull up hail to the chief and he said I pulled up hail to the chief we're gonna play he's amazingly intuitive he just seems to know what I'm gonna think about stuff so thank you Nathan for doing that that's awesome so we're doing Mr. Biden this morning Joe Biden and let's bring on our co-host or our guest today so he's going to be talking about him too Mr. Ray Grassy how are you I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, good. Good. Okay. So 
Uh, let's give him the. Let's give everybody his data first. So we'll talk about him in that way. Okay. So he's November twentieth, nineteen forty-two, at eight thirty in the morning, and he was born in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Okay. So we're going to be talking about, you know, that kind of the stuff. I think you were talking to me yesterday about it on the phone about what the kind of transits he's going through right now. And so let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, to me, he's just stepped in and he's just, he hit the ground running, basically. Boom, he was off like a cannon, you know, and all the things yeah. all the things that needed to be taken care of and fixed, he did with all those executive um, things that he did. And so, yeah, let's talk about him. Let's talk about, um, this man has been waiting to be president for like 40 years. He's been waiting in the wings, you know, waiting to get into the White House. He just knows he's, that's where he's supposed to be. And he certainly can tell by his behavior and also his track record what he's doing. And he has such a high approval record, too. So, so anyway, let's, you can start, sir. Well, you know, it might be a good idea to start with his birth chart just to okay. begin with. Because he's got that stellium in the 12th, which tends to show kind of a power behind the throne. Right. Energy, you know, as vice president and uh, doing things behind the scenes. And uh, that's how his life has been for the most part. And now he's kind of out there, you know, at center stage. But the other thing that jumps out, he's born with Saturn and Uranus pretty close to the angles. It's in the seventh house. Right. And that shows he's had a lot of loss. He, he lost his first wife in a tragic, uh, and was it the son, I think? In a tragic oh, yeah. Car he lost his, his daughter and his wife. In a Daughter car accident, wife. yeah. And his son Bo, or one of his sons, yeah. Died. Bo was died of cancer about I don't know how many years ago. Yeah, yeah. he's so had there's a, been lot. a lot of loss and yes. setbacks and delays, and yet you often see with Saturn on the angles like that this late bloomer quality, right? Where a person kind of rises up through the ranks, but it's 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 not an easy climb. It's no, not, it's it, not a slow. It's not a quick glide to the top. No. And uh, but also the other thing, too, is with all of that Scorpio, uh, it, it's and the moon is also in a feminine sign, Taurus. Mm -hmm. It's a very introverted chart compared to Trump. Trump has a very extroverted chart. Yes. And right. so you see this radical shift of energy between um, uh, the energy of, of Trump's presidency and, and Biden. Biden is more so doing things kind of out of sight. Yes, you know, behind yes. the scenes. I agree. And but there is a certain, even though he comes off more or less genial, and I'm not quite sure the right word here, but you know, there's a fighter instinct here, but it's not out in the open like an Aries. You know, yeah, the, right. I often compare. You know, the two warrior signs of the zodiac are Aries and Scorpio. Right. But the difference is like the difference. If you remember the Godfather films, you had Michael Corleone and Sonny right. Corleone. Right. And Sonny Corleone was kind of the archetypal Aries, you know, hothead. Yeah, right. And Michael Corleone, Al Pacino, was more like the Scorpio, played his cards very close. I'm sure he bed. was, yeah. And you didn't really know what he was thinking. Yeah. And Biden, you know, it's it's a little bit like that. Not too much, but, you know, you can tell that he, he doesn't like to play his cards too. Right, I was going to say, he doesn't want to see. tip his hand that much. No. Right, and so a lot of that is, is, I think, real obvious now, and it's very hard. When he came into office, I mean, progressives aren't 100% happy with everything he's doing, but generally, mm -hmm. they've been surprised. And it's almost as though, you know, he, he was waiting until he had some degree of clout to, to enact some of the things he wanted to do. Right. 
and now he's doing a lot of them. He, he could do a lot more, granted, yeah. but what he's doing is more than what people expected. Yep. Now, as for the transits that he has going on right now, <coughs> excuse me, he's got he's got a slew of energies which are tied into a slew of energies happening in the collective. This is a very intense, turbulent time. Okay. And so uh, Uranus is opposing his Mars right now, and it's interesting that he had a, 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 a setback where the, when they tried to take off to go to Europe, the uh-huh. plane had to be held back because of locusts going into the engine. Oh, that was so funny. Has, yeah. <laughs> and Uranus has a lot to do with aviation and electronics and technology and Mars. Right. It's a disruptive energy going on in Biden's chart, but it's also a somewhat bold energy. There's a there's a tug of war going on right now in Biden's chart. He's got Saturn squaring his Mars mm-hmm. at the same time as Uranus opposing it. Right. So it's a little bit like having one foot on the gas pedal and the other foot on the brake. Yeah, push and, me, pull you type of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, you know, I'll push myself, but you're going to uh, pull me back. You know, I think that like Joe Manchin, for example, uh, is his Saturn squares Biden's Mars right. in the birth chart. You know, and so there, he, he's, he's on the one hand, he's trying to push forward. At the other hand, he's being pulled back. He's being delayed. There's really a very strong sort of energy of a three steps forward, two or even three steps back going on in Biden's chart. Right. Exactly. You I know, agree. And I, I, I think, you know, I think he will prevail in terms of maybe not on every issue and policy. Right. right. But yeah. I think that, you know, because of that Scorpio energy. Uh, as well as some other things that are going on. You know, there's a lot of delays in this progress chart. There's a Saturn thing going on, too. I think that, you know, it's going to be a very tough climb, and the Saturn scoring has done pretty much for the next year or two. I think that it's a lot of hard work. Uh, It could take a toll on his health. But I do think there's enough indicators to indicate that he's going to somehow push through most of the obstacles, and he's going to accomplish some important things. Well, I have no doubt that he will. You know, because he has shown that he's sort of like a dog with a bone that won't let go, you know, and he just is not going to stop. And, uh, you know, I remember when the um, the last big bill for the the total care or whatever bill was the stimulus and all that, you know, and all the you know, he decided to I know they can bypass the whole Senate to get a vote on it every a couple of times a year or something like that reconciliation okay right exactly and i don't know if he can do that with the infrastructure bill that's coming up which i don't is, think he can i don't think he can either but he's going to fa- find a way through it knowing he knowing him he will and um i i've been watching him over in uh in england with with boris and they seem to be getting along very good you know and he has such a positive sort of meaner with people that's really wonderful to see but um and of course next week we'll be meeting with putin oh (laughs) you know that's one we're really gonna watch you know because um he said something on tv the other day he said something about well you know i'm not gonna say anything you know if he says something blah 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 I won't say anything. And everybody went, whoa, you know. But it was something along those lines that he's not going to give away his what's ha- handing on his vest right. type of thing. He's not going to give it away. 
And, you know, and so really, um, this is going to be a power struggle between these two leaders, obviously. And I can't help to think about um, Putin's charts. Charts really not that powerful. Not really. Not when you compare it with with Biden's, you know. And do you think so? I mean, it's a lot. I haven't looked at Putin's chart for some time. I'm sorry to say I should have. Oh, that's okay. Maybe the next time you're on, we can do that. But but um, I guess he has, you know, he has that 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 conjunction of Saturn, Neptune and the sun with Libra, you know. And so that was like he was born in either 52 or 53, something like that. He was born in 52. Oh, okay, Right. Right. And so it it seems as though, um, you know, he he sits behind a curtain of 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 a veil of, um, you know, miss miss appropriating himself it looks like this over here but it's really like this or way over here you know right. so we you know people misread him quite a bit you know because of that neptune business but i think you know joe's got that ability to cut through stuff with him and i think he's probably going to be able to do that with my with uh, putin at least that's my theory anyway i'm sticking to it but you know well, part of the difficulty here mm-hmm. is that Biden left on a Mercury retrograde while Neptune was squaring Mercury, and the eclipse we had a few days ago was squaring Mercury, and the United States has if Neptune opposed Neptune, which we can talk about a little bit more in a moment. Right, but right. There's, there's a lot of fog around what's happening right now. Yes. And I think that, I, I don't think we can take this trip at face value in mm-hmm. the sense of, and I don't think Biden can either. Because there is, there's all this fog and you know smoke and mirrors around the energies right now, yeah. suggesting that that maybe things aren't what they seem, and that agreements may not be what they seem. Exactly. And uh, you know, behind the scenes, sort of dealings, maybe even trying to sabotage some things that are out in, in front. It's, it's a very tricky time for, I think, uh, Biden to be doing this. I think. I think it's going to come off basically pretty well, but I think there's going to be some disruptions with the Uranus, and I think there's going to be some uh, smoke and mirrors and perhaps deception happening because of the Neptune. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it always seemed to me, it seems like it was Tony Blair had a 12th house son, so did George Bush Jr. had 12th house son. And Putin does sign. too, by the way. I just pulled up his Oh, chart. yes, he does. That's right. You know, and all these people that are in power have these these 12 house things going on. I'm going, oh, well, great. So we really don't know what's going on. You know, <laughs> you know what's going on? You see something that may not be accurate. Like you were saying, it's, it's smoke and mirrors. We just don't know, you know. But with Biden, I think we get a little bit more authenticity. But, uh, you know, yeah. but still, you know, like you were saying earlier, he has pretty much spent most of his, his time in office behind the scenes. You know, yeah. he hasn't been out there the way Trump was. Oh, Lordy. Anyway, I, I just can't help contrasting those two. We have to talk about right. we're going to talk about Trump here in a second. You know, right after the commercial, we'll talk about what's going on with him. His his life is really kind of it's just so crazy. And, and talk about smoke and mirrors with that business with the Republicans. Everything over there is just crazy stuff. So anyway, it's, it's just a hot mess, as I've said. So um, anyway, let's let's take a break really quick right now. And we'll come back and talk about that. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.
This is Martha Norwalk, every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Natasha Venter at angelicclarifications.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, June 13th, it's best, Neuroenergetic Balancing, Rasmussen Reset, and Energy Code Sunday, with Nels and Linda Rasmussen in the studio with me. Together, they can help you or your animal friends with behavioral, emotional, or physical problems, so plan to give us a call. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on this radio station. (laughs) Jeez. Oh, I hate my Neptune transit. It's driving me nuts. Anyway, it's KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And with me this morning, we have Andre Grassi, who is from Chicago. And he's on and we're talking about all sorts of things political. Ray, welcome back. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, so let's talk a little bit about Trump a bit. Well, before we do, I want okay. to point out something I just noticed. Okay. I, I was looking at Putin's chart in relation to Biden. Okay. And there's a curious thing, which is that Biden's Mars in Scorpio is pretty much smack dab on top of Putin's Venus. On Venus? Now, normally, in a, rela- in a romantic relationship... <laughs> That shows an intense passion or connection. Now, I haven't done a full synastry of the entire thing, Uh but I have the feeling there's more of a connection between the two men than what meets the eye. And I don't mean romantically or sexually. I mean, I think that they can communicate in a way that each man understands the other. So even though I think it's very possible there could be some shenanigans with this summit between the two of them, and maybe Putin's going to try to get the upper hand in some sense. Right. I feel as though there's some uh, kind of chemistry between the two men. At least that's what I'm just getting from that immediate Mars-Venus, which is, and the fact that the Uranus is opposing both Putin's Venus and uh, Biden's Mars, that's very interesting. I'm not quite sure what to make of that offhand, but I think there are some unexpected things to come up. I would think so, because I don't think they probably met years ago when he was with Obama. But Oh, yeah, they did meet several times. Yeah. And so um, I just have this visual image, you know, because to me, you know, not really personally, but Putin has a sort of sexuality that's pretty, you know, right out there, you know, and, you I know, mean, it's in Scorpio. Yeah, well, Scorpio rising. There we go, and and of course I respond to that with my Mars and Scorpio, right? So, yeah, mine too. Yours too. So all of us, Mars and Scorpio Club, are talking about you know sexual attraction through the Mars and the Scorpio part, and it seems to me that you know um, I've noticed that that in pictures of of Putin, he looks like he's flirting with somebody. Kind of looks demurely at well, the camera. He's a, he's a Libra. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah, and I keep thinking, what's going to happen when he, in, because of the Mars Venus stuff, what's going to happen when they sit down and talk together? You know, is is he going to manipu- manipulate, try to manipulate uh, Trump or or Biden into getting what he wants? You know, especially through the sexual side. I mean, that is definitely present. You can't discount that. So there may be but don't forget, it's Biden's Mars on top of Putin's Venus. Yes, and one yes. of the traditional ways of interpreting that is that the slower-moving planet exerts a bit more influence on the faster-moving planet. So yeah. I, yes, I have a feeling, you know, I think that Putin 
he's got to put on a good face as being the strong man and the victor and having the upper hand. But I have a feeling in private that Putin, uh, that that Biden may have the upper hand in yeah. terms of a certain kind of strength yeah. or a certain kind of power. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah, you know, what I, uh, what I know about Biden is that he can read people so well, you know, and read what their motivation is even before they know what's going on. I mean, it's a Mars and Scorpio trait. You have to face it, you know. And so being able to figure out where the person is coming from, he knows before they know, you know. And so when, yeah. he, when he finds that out or realizes that, he will be able to play around that. You know, and, you know, not really gets hooked into it, but just to kind of play to that part in this guy so it makes him feel acknowledged. Because it is his Venus, after all. Venus needs to feel good, you know. And so um, it's going to be kind of an interesting combination to look at, you know, flirting between two leaders of two countries. You know, how's that working for you? But, you know, it, it's kind of odd when you think about it. But it really, really may come down to some personal stuff between the two of them that really clicks off their relationship. So, Do you happen to know the date of the summit or when that's supposed to be exactly? Uh, do you know when it is, um, Nathan? I think it's coming up next week. Um, 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 I'm trying to remember. The reason I ask is that there's a lot coming to a head at the end of this month between the 10th and the 20th. Right, right. Especially between like the 24th and 26th or 7th. You've got the full moon bringing to a head the eclipse. You've got uh, the Neptune station point. And also some things are hitting Biden's chart so that there's kind of a roller coaster ride going on at the end of the month, I guess, in about 12, 13 days or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I don't know I, if that's going to pertain to the, the summit or anything like yeah. that, but I certainly think it's going to be, you know, the fact that a lot of this blew up about this Department of Justice thing Ugh. and the, what was going on, I think that's going to really come to a boil in the next I few weeks. I do, too. It's going to be, accelerate. You know, I think, yeah. Exactly. So did you find anything, Nathan? Nothing? Oh. Um, I keep thinking, sometime this week, I know that maybe like five days around, around or five days ahead i'm not sure but he was trying to find it on the internet and he couldn't find it so uh well saturn is going to be squaring biden's mars around the 25th or 26th and okay that's a very frustrating energy the feeling held back that's putting the brakes on that could be joe manchin right right something else going on or it could be some blowback from the uh, other trip that he's taking but He's got, uh, you know, it's a real mixture of energies, but that I think could be a particularly frustrating time for Biden around the 26th, combined with the full moon. Yeah, you know, it's, um, I think it's coming up in a few days. I'm just doing this on my little phone here. With, you mean the summit? Yeah, yeah, finding out what yeah, this is. Yeah, I think it's this next week. Biden. Yeah. It's going to be before these things come to a head that I'm talking and, about. And what's his name? And, and, and. Okay. And what's his name again? Biden and who? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm having. Oh, thank you. I'm serious. I'm having really a lot of stuff going on brains wise here. Well, why don't we talk about the Neptune just a little bit? Because I think that's important for people to know about, not just on the mundane level, but. Okay. Um, yes, let's talk about that. You know, Neptune is gearing up right now. It's slowing down. It's practically standing still. And it's going to be changing direction 
you know, around the 25th, 26th, 27th. And first of all, it's triggering the United States, it's opposing the United States, Neptune very strong. So what that means is we're seeing all this talk about deception and lies. Yes, and, right. And misinformation and everything like that. It's, it's just all the time in the news like I've never seen it before. But it's also triggering Trump's chart very strongly because he natally has a Neptune square Mercury and the eclipse was triggering the Neptune square Mercury in the sky. Yeah. And so now this Department of Justice scandal just blew up after the eclipse. And I think that, you know, the next eclipses have a long term influence. I think that that's going to be something we're going to see for months ahead. Mm-hmm. But I think the next two weeks, it's really going to be yeah. very intense. Yeah. in terms of trying to ferret out lies and deception and misinformation. But on a collective level, I think that for people generally, this is a time, it's great for artists, it's great for the imagination, it's good for spiritual work, but when you have Neptune triggering this strongly, especially squaring the Mercury, you do have to be a bit more careful of what yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Purchasing things, uh, statements you make, emails you write. I've already made a few yeah. big blunders along that right. line with people. Yeah, you just got to watch everything that comes out of somebody's mouth when Neptune right. and, and Mercury are involved. You have to. And it's just, it's like a fog, you know, that descends on things. And mm-hmm. it is interesting, by the way, that the reason for us that, that Joe couldn't meet at that castle, you know, was because of the fog and the, what are the mizzle that descended over the castle. Oh, the know. fizzle. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really funny, those words they were it's using. All, you know, there's this sense of fogginess. And, yeah. You know, and it's, it seems to be hitting some people more than others. I think it's probably hitting oh, yeah. Gemini's and Virgos and Mercury people a lot. But yeah. people are, I mean, I'm hearing this in clients, this sense of confusion. And, you know, there's a lot of good with it. And you have to look to the birth chart to see what these things mean. Exactly but, right. You have to see how it's going to affect them. You have to be... You know, you have to think before you talk. You have to yes, you know, if that's reread possible. things you know, two or three times before you send it, yeah. that sort of thing. You do. And, uh, and dream states. You know, it's, it's, I've been having really interesting dreams, not all pleasant, but Neptune can activate the imagination in a whole bunch of different ways. Oh, that's, that's the good side of it. But basically the other side of it is staying in self-denial and self-denial of reality, you know? Yeah. That's just how, oh, by the way, the the summit that's coming up is on June 16th. So I just yeah. just, found, just looked it up and found it. So Okay, good. Yeah, that's not quite the same as the 26th the following week, but still. No, no, I think it, I think the 26th may have to do more with, you know, things like the voting rights and things yeah. like that. If there's some, he's got some very frustrating thing going on for him around the 25th, 26th, 27th. Yeah, I mean. Does. You know, we've I've often wondered, and kind of going back a little bit, Ray, I often wondered how that transit of Neptune on his sun-moon opposition was going to affect him, you yeah. know, and um, it, it, it just seems to, and I've got to take a break here in a second, it seems to have pulled him so far off course, you know, that um, he's just not in the reality at all from, far, from what I can see. But, you know, there may be other things, too. Health-wise, it could be other stuff, you know, that are going on underneath the surface where he's just, um, he's just 
maybe dealing, you know, the, the deal with dementia, and I'm coming back to that. A lot of people have talked about that with him. If he's having dementia, which would be a very common thing for a Pisces type of person would have, is dementia that would fog up the reality of and basically uh, fog up the brain and how that's working. But it seems to me that um, it, whatever, if he's got dementia, it's worse now. And a lot of per- people say that it is worse, you know, that his delusions are much more delusional. So I have some things to add to that, but maybe after the break we can talk Okay, about. yes, we'll do that right after the break here. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back here with Mr. Ray Grassi. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcome back listener favorite Jody Levon, the happy medium from Minneapolis, who will be taking your calls in the second half of the show. On Saturday, Bill Patridge, a spiritualist minister from Orlando, makes his Manson Mitchell debut with the fascinating story of his youth and his years with the National Spiritualist Association of Churches. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Today we have on Mr. Ray Grassi. We've been talking about everything under the moon that's, that's political. We've been talking about Joe Manchin. We've been talking about Joe Biden. And we've brought up Trump a little bit, and I think we're going to talk a little bit more about him. And our guest, of course, is Ray Grassi. Ray Grassi, you were going to bring up something after the break. It's now after the break, so what is it? (laughs) Yeah, uh, Trump is under a a lot of very difficult planets this year. He's got the Pluto-Saturn hitting his chart quite strongly, which I've written about online quite a bit. And then he's got the Neptune forming what we call a T-squared, who is Sun-Moon-Uranus opposition. Right. He was born on a full-moon eclipse, and yeah. that's being triggered right now very, very strongly by the Neptune. And besides what you were starting to say, you know, there's this emphasis on lies and on deception and delusion and maybe even dementia. Mm-hmm. I think that one of the things you often see with Neptune when it triggers this strongly to someone's chart, not just the Sun or the Moon, but, you know, the Uranus thrown into the mix, I think that there can be a distortion of perception, a sense of, of I don't want to say going a little bit crazy, but maybe dementia is the right word. There's a sense of, of getting caught up in delusion and, yeah. and self-deception. Right. But also, and that's not always true. I don't mean to say that that's true for everybody that has a Neptune aspect. But, right. you know, you just look at, I think he's kind of losing it a little bit. And I think that, <laughs> and I think that there's there's also the possibility with all of that Neptune a certain addiction problem happening. It may yes. you know, he doesn't drink supposedly. Yeah. It could be Adderall. It could be other things going yeah. on. I think that, and it could also be caffe- caffeinated drinks. You know, the man has been drinking caffeinated yeah, diet coke for you know, a long diet time. Diet coke for a long time, and that's going to pickle your brain after a certain amount of time. Yeah, probably would. All that. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's resorting to things that we don't know about, maybe yes. even you know cocaine, something like that, if I think it's possible. And, you know, here's one other thing that we haven't talked about yet, but we usually talk about this, is that he does have stationary Neptune in his chart. Yeah. So you would think, 
that any Neptune type of problems, the tr- Neptune transit obviously will affect the natal Neptune, you know, and, and the natal Neptune is stationary. What does that mean? That means things Very are going to get yeah. is going to get worse. You know, if he's not dealing with his health issues, which he's not. I mean, they were talking about recently where he came out in a at speak at an event and he looked said it looked like his pants were backwards or something. Did you read about that? You know, yeah. or he had a pan, pants full of poop or something. You know, I'm going, oh, ick, I don't want to hear about that. But, you know, it. you got to wonder, you know, if he's slipping off the beam, it could be a lot of different things that are affected. So, yeah. I think another thing, too, that you often see with a strong Neptune, and I'm, I, I don't want to sound too partisan here, and I know we're kind of going into that direction, but when you have a Neptune like this, um, Neptune squaring the sun and the moon. Yeah, it's very often the case where there's a lot of self pity going on. Like poor yes. me, I'm being persecuted. Yeah, and I think that he's really feeling cornered. You know, like a, a, a cornered animal. You know, whatever the metaphor is, where he's feeling as though the walls are closing in. Maybe that's a better way of putting mm-hmm. it. Along with the Pluto and the Saturn aspect, he's got. Yeah, and that would pretty much drive anybody a little bit crazy. Yes, it would. And it's going to get stronger. Mm-hmm. As the year progresses, not weaker. Right. So I think that he may be a little bit more, getting a little bit more off the wall as the months unfold here, instead of you know lesser. Yeah, I I would agree with that, and it seems as though, uh, with, you know, that stationary planet, you know, and also Jupiter is stationary as well, you know, and right. Jupiter is is now in Pisces. <laughs> okay. So that creates another little bit of a, a a little rifty problem there in the middle of all that stuff, you know. And it seems to me that um, he's just kind of um, is he's trying to leave the building, but you know, um, on the other hand, all these people are behind him, and everybody you know that are that's in the in his corner are multiplying like you know weeds, and um, it seems like his base is getting stronger. And, and, you know, and they're all believing in the big lie, quote unquote. And, you know, I'm just kind of going, what is wrong with these people? I mean, can't well, they? Well, his, his aspects aren't all bad. He's got the Saturn and the Jupiter are forming a trine to his sun sign. Okay. And so I think that on the one hand, he's got these very difficult planets happening. On the other hand, the Jupiter and the Saturn, uh, well, the Jupiter's moving back into Aquarius. But the fact that the Jupiter and the Saturn during this general period are trining his sun sign, he's got some very powerful support going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's this weird, it, it, this is very difficult for an astrologer to read, because how do you weigh one against the other? Which is going to take precedence? You know, yeah. Both are very strong. He's got a huge number of enemies right now and a huge number of supporters. Yeah, yeah. And I think it ties back again to the U.S., horoscope and the Pluto return that we've been talking about. That's very right. Yes. You know, the Pluto is coming back around to where it was in 1776, and that's the first time in all these 240-some years. Yeah. And every time that happens for a country like England or earlier for Rome, Mm -hmm. you tend to see a kind of a revolutionary spirit. Yeah. But also a lot of intrigue, a lot of kind of behind the scenes. It's very 12th house, and it's very... There's like uh, it's like palace intrigue 
sort of thing. Yeah. And corruption coming to light. And I think that there's a time, there's a possibility of rebirth. I think this could be a profound oh, definitely. for America. But that's if America faces its unresolved issues. These yeah. racism, for example, the criminality of its yeah. you know, foreign policies, et cetera. Oh, and you know it's not yeah. Along with that, I was going to say dealing with the unresolved issues. That, that's one thing, but we have to bring them out in the open. That's another thing that Pluto wants us to do. You know, we can't just leave them in the closet and hope to deal with them over there, even though they're sitting there making noise. You know, they got to come out. We have to, you know, the people that are finding out, especially like right now, you know, finding out all the, the machinations and everything that de- the Department of Justice and every, every wing in the government was assisting Trump to help him stay in office. You know, and giving up their own values and morals to do that, pretty much. And the Department of Justice is just one segment of that 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 government that seems to be doing that. But it's a big one, and it's also controls you know the lawyers and everything else. So, you know, um, this whole thing that just came out a couple of days ago, all everybody's flipping out about it. The stations are flipping out about it, and every I said, well, so what? It's just another layer of the cake. You know, it's just something else that yeah. we have to deal with with Trump, you know. And, but I thought, I think, go, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you go well, ahead. I, I think that, you know, not to let the current administration totally off the hook, because it looks likely that Biden will be in office when the Pluto return hits next yeah, year. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And so he may wind up, either him or his administration, with some skeletons coming out of the closet, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they were they could be holdovers from previous administrations, so they could be new things. Yeah. It's very possible that the Democrats aren't going to come out of this with you know clean hands either. No, and you know it it could just be that the whole system is <laughs> rotten to the core, and that it's a, it's it's really a matter of you know, grabbing the bull by the horns and. You know, how do we fix the system? You know, that yeah. it's so entrenched and rotten in so many ways. How yeah. do we turn things around? That's the challenge. Well, it seems to me that um, everybody's looking at the Democrats and saying they're cool. Most of the people that aren't are saying they're not cool. And then, of course, the Republicans are saying they're not cool either. So there's, it's starting to be an internal war, you know, between factions within the government. You know, right. which I never thought that would happen, but yes, it is happening. And um, so, which one is going to emerge unscathed, and is it going to end up being right? You know, hard to say. They're probably both going to be. It means rewriting our history is basically what it means. You know, because there's so much basically wrong with essentially both parties that you know something has to be redone. Maybe create a third party that works for both sides. You know, that's bipartisan. I don't know what it's going to take. But, you know, as well, long- one thing that seems sure to me, and that is that the fact that the midterms here in America are happening close to the Pluto return. Yeah. Tells me I can't use the word on the radio, but it's going to be a real something show. Oh, and, I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. You know, right. It's, it's, wink, wink. Next year, it's, it's the wheels could come off the wagon in terms of, you know, in the article I wrote for Mount Astrologer a couple of years ago in 2019 about the Pluto return for the yeah. U.S. Right. Which I think is on Astro.com. Okay. Uh, I think that it's it's possible. You know, I didn't think that civil war was possible. I thought, well, maybe that could happen, but it's not likely. Right. It's beginning to look more likely all the time because you hear about just the other day the story came out about 
election officials being threatened and yeah. getting death threats. Yep. And yep. It, it, it's getting very nasty out there. It and is. I think the midterms are going to bring things to a head in a way that could be very scary. Yeah, that's true. You know, my feeling is is that um, I'm looking at this from a perspective through the eyes of the transformation that Pluto is going to affect on us. And that could mean everything gets thrown out with a baby with the bathwater. So we may have to have rewrite the whole entire system. So I'm looking at these things through those lenses and going, yep, this is what I would expect to happen. You know, things are starting to break down, you know. And because they're breaking down, they may, before they break through, they're going to have to have a complete meltdown. And it hasn't melted down completely yet, but it's getting close. So uh, what, what makes this decade even more, I don't know if I should use the word exciting or scary. Well, it's is kind of exciting, that, you know. Well, we, it is in a way. Yeah. It, it, we have two major returns happening here in the U.S. We've got the Pluto return, followed a few years later by the Uranus return. Holy now, cow. <laughs> we had the first Uranus return uh, around the Civil War right? Uh, for the U.S. That happens every 84 years. Wow. We had the second Uranus return around 1947 or so. Or maybe it was earlier. I confused the uh, world's Uranus return right. in the U.S. But it was in the 40s. And now we're coming up to the third U.S. Uranus return on the heels of the Pluto return. Yeah, right. But this decade, the 2020s, is really shaping up to be a radical transformative time for the U.S., Yeah, and like most revolutionary periods like this, it's going to be a mixture of good and bad. It's like, was the Civil War good or bad? Yeah. Right. Well, you know, it was great in some ways in terms of changing things around, you know, to some degree with, let's say, slavery and all that, but it was horrible in terms of the deaths and the fighting. And yeah, the, and also the, the pandemic. Brother against brother, you know, it's it wasn't as dramatic in the late 1940s. It was a different sort of thing. There was a Definitely. big technological buildup in the yeah. atom. Uh, but there know, was always the, something in the news that was threatening to shake the foundations yeah. of our country. You know, well, the Cold War starting up. Yeah, you know, everything, you know, and, and then there'll be years of calm and peacefulness, and then, bam, something happens, and it takes us off the rails again. You know, and, I mean, off the rails is a good term here. You know, because pretty much when we get to the Uranus return in a few years, we will be off the rails, you know. And so it may be getting back on the rails is actually coming together and figuring out something different to do that maybe might work for a few more years. But it's right. it's a process of growth, expansion, and then um, the growth that we make when we come back together and we actually work together. That's a pretty good idea. That's actually the fundamental need for almost any human being to do that and then that works out and things work out better you notice how things have gotten better in this country with the pandemic since basically a lot of people in this country have gotten the vaccine you know and and it's been becoming a kind of a cheerleading cry or war cry to to get it done you know and no matter what you feel about it just get it done you know, and I finally did it a month ago, you know, and I was, you know, dragging my heels all the way because I wasn't sure about it. But I figured, well, you know, I've got to do it. You know, I have to. So I did. And, you know, I hear my producer here kept asking me every week, have you gotten your vaccine yet? You know, I thought, okay, I'll go, I'll go. So anyway, um, it, it's... Well, seemed, I want to add something here, which is yeah. to go back to the, the England's Pluto returns, which I think is 
pretty. Oh, when was that for them? Well, the first one was thirteen something. Oh, that's because a, if you go yesterday. with say ten sixty six, December twenty fifth, I okay. think it was, was the birth of of the, you know, the under William the Conqueror. Well, yeah, Queen. William the Conqueror, right? So the first the first um, Pluto return was thirteen something. The second one was around fifteen hundred something. Okay. And the third one was around eighteen hundred. Oh, okay. Now the second Pluto return. It's a, it's a really interesting example because on the <coughs> one hand there was a lot of infighting between the Protestants and the Catholics, and there were assassin. It was uh, Queen Elizabeth came in, and there was this sense of new beginnings. But it was also there were assassination attempts against Queen Elizabeth I. Right. But it was also the start of the Elizabethan age, you know, okay. Shakespeare and all that, and John Dee. It was an extraordinary time in terms of a culture of flowering at the same time, but it was the beginning of the English slave trade. Right. Hold on just and a second, Ray. Hang on just a second. We've got to sure, take go our ahead. break really quick. Go ahead. We get back and we'll just put a bookmark there and we'll we'll return to that subject when we get back here. So anyway, this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. She's a licensed agent and oh, that's uh, operating in Washington and Oregon, helping people obtain security in their lives by provi- providing insurance that pays for final expenses and money for transitioning after a loved one. So now we have a new development here I'm going to read here. And it's a little confusing, but just kind of stay with me here. This is a brand new tax that is going to be implemented started in January 2022 by the by the state of Washington. It's a new long-term care tax will be imposed on everyone that is a W-2 employee. That means if you're employed by anybody but, you know, say the government or you're on Medicare or anything like that, that applies to you. So this is a new state tax. You'll be forced to pay 71 cents per every $100 that you earn. So if you earn $200,000 per year, the state will take $1,160 per year additional taxes from you. Everybody's, I can hear everybody at home right now screaming. Okay. So the benefit will be, a benefit will give you $100 per day for one year if you still live in Washington. And to qualify, you must pay in for 10 years. But if you do that, you won't get anything back from it. Isn't that rotten? So anyway, she can provide you a personal long-term care policy with much better benefits if you want to opt out of the state's plan. By the way, you have to be living in Washington State to have this effect. Okay, if you have a home here... It's, it applies to you. If you have a home in another place and you work there, it's fine. Okay. The state has made this tax mandatory. You cannot opt out of it unless you pay for your own. So there's a bunch of rules on how to policy much be structured. Please call me if you want a cheaper option. This is really important, folks. Most life insurance contracts with long-term care writers do not meet the criteria. It is worth a conversation with Susan. So if you want to talk to her about this, and I would if it applied to me, you please call her at 253-318-9379, or you can contact her at her website at S. Bergstrom at Senior Medical Benefits. It's not right. AmericanSeniorBenefits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. 
And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And with me is Mr. Ray Grassi. We were talking to him about whatever it was. Let's get back to where we were. We bookmarked that. So, yeah. okay. In a nutshell, what I was saying was that if you looked at previous Pluto returns for other countries like England, mm-hmm. it was always a combination of very good and very bad simultaneously. So let's say with the inauguration of the uh, Elizabethan era, okay, it was, it was an incredible flowering of culture in England with figures like Shakespeare and John Dee. Right. On the other hand, it was this horrendous start of the slave trade, which then ended under the next Pluto return. So there was that sense of redemption under Pluto. And so it's never, with major planetary patterns like this, it's never all black or white. Right. It's always going to be a combination of the two. And I think that's pretty much what we're going to see in the next few years. We're going to see quite possibly a rebirth of American culture in, in some very I good, agree. very important ways. But it's not going to be, it's, we're going to be riding the rapids. Yeah. Yeah, we will be. You know, a new culture is going to be interesting because that includes art and expression. And a lot of art forms are starting right now. Pretty amazing to see it. So, yeah, that's for sure. Very, very cool. So, okay, so we have a couple more minutes to talk to you about all this. And let's talk a little bit about Joe Manchin. <laughs> Yeah. He's the he is the Democrat in, in sheeps in Republicans clothing, as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, I don't know. He's, well, got, he's certainly an odd duck and he's, yeah. you know, he's got that sun in Virgo, but it's pulled up behind by a bunch of planets in Leo. So yeah. he he does like the limelight. He does like being the center of attention yeah. and I think he can feel that between behind that kind of aw shucks Virgo. Yeah, you know, right. Yeah, shucks, Virgo. Yes, you I'm. Know. Yeah, but I've got. A, I got a star behind the scene, you know, with that beautiful hair he's got too, you know. So that's definitely. I, I hadn't noticed that myself. Oh, he so. does. He has a really great okay. head of hair, you know, for yeah. a guy his age. So I mean, huh. there's got to be Leo in there somewhere, which there is four planets. But hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, you know, and it's, I, I believe doesn't he have the Saturn Pluto conjunct or I can't remember. Yes, he does within a degree. Yep, right. And next that's door. what I call the Terminator aspect. It's kind of like this indomitable, you know, fixed sort of not stick in the mud, but you know, this quality of just sticking to one's guns. And you know, I, we're we're going to see if he buckles. I, I I really don't know how to predict, but the fact that his chart is at odds with Biden's, he could be a fly in the ointment for Biden for quite some time to come. Yeah, I mean, it's it's he's straddling the fence here between. You know, the, the Trump business and, and Biden, you can just tell. You don't know any, and on any given day, he can pick a side to be on. But it won't be permanent because he'll change it, you know. And I, I've just tried to stop listening to him. I just think he's, you know, come on. Put your nuts in one basket, sir, please. You know, and it, it just seems to, it, it, the confusion, it, it's, it's enveloping the news around him, too, you know. So I noticed that he's getting a lot of press because of this. So, yeah, you know. I think there's a lot of unpredictability right now because with all these planets turning things up in so many ways, uh, just when I think I might be able to predict what the next week is going to hold, things shift on a dime. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And, and I think the next, even just the next two weeks with the with the full moon and the Neptune station point and a few other things thrown yeah. into the mix, Biden's chart and possibly Putin's chart. I think that um, you know, I, I 
as an astrologer, I, I don't even try to call these sorts of shots because it's just it's just too many different contradictory energies happening at the same time. Push, I agree. Pull, yeah. success, failure, that sort of thing. Yeah, it does. And, you know, I, I'm looking at that station. That's on 23rd, right, that its station goes retrograde? Oh. Station. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and, um, of course, my sun and moon are right on that point, so... The sun's at 21, oh. uh, 21 Pisces, and my moon's at 23 Virgo. So um, the station point's going to be very interesting to watch. Yeah, that could be, that's your planet, so that could be quite good. <laughs> yeah, well. You play with it, right? The cool thing is you told me it's going to be a wonderful transit, and really so far it has been, you know, because it's uh, like I'm so, my consciousness is changing so much almost daily. You know, and that I, I can't even hang on to anything anymore. I just kind of go, okay, let that go. Goodbye. See ya. You know, and it, I really enjoy that part of the Neptune. But it's it's making me explore out in the universe way more than I used to. So, Well, like we were saying with the Pluto return, when you have a major personal planetary energy like you have right now, or any planetary energy that's major in a person's chart, it's never going to be all good or bad. No, that's true. And you true. just have to try to hang on to the good and yep. pump that up as much as possible and utilize it, which you in do. your case might be yeah. spiritual work, artistic work, well, writing, imaginative sort of stuff, you know, letting the imagination run free. Yeah, exactly. You know, And uh, my writing has changed and is getting better. But you know, the thing is, is just um, noticing that I need more sleep. <laughs> well, for sure I do. I have several naps a day, you know, and I just know that that's a part of the function of the Neptune transit I'm going through. So I just kind of, yeah. I kind of surrender to it, you know, and it's okay. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm okay. So I'm not going to worry about it. So anyway, Ray, it's been fun today as usual. I love having you on the show and I hope you can come in again soon. It'd be great. Sure. So sure. Th- thank you. It. Thank you so much. And you, we can, can get a hold of him at raygrassy.com, just in case you want to talk to him. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Ray. Okay. Is he gone? Okay. All right. So anyway, all right. So we have some last-minute things here. Uh, we have the, um, okay, hold on. Readings after dark on Monday. How much time we got? Two minutes. Got to hurry. Um, readings after dark on Mondays at 4.30 p.m. at Pizza Casa. That's 19.192924 Pacific Highway Southwest in Lakewood. And then also we've got coming up, this is brand new. It's called the Jupiter Experience, a metaphysical conversation. It is a metaphysical group that is going to be meeting at the Pizza Casa. It will be on Tuesdays starting August 3rd. So if you're interested in coming, we're going to have Donna Sebo will be our guest speaker and uh, we're really expecting to have a good crowd there. And Donna's really very inspirational, too. So she's awesome. So she's been a psychic for many, many years. A good friend of mine for years, too. So she's going to be there. And so, yeah, and we have just so much stuff happening. It's unbelievable. And, of course, the creatives chat that happened last yesterday for me. And that's going to be building out into something. Then we have a psychic fair on um Let's see, the Emerald Spiral Fair is going to be on July 24th. There's another one on September 28th. And then on November 7th and 8th, we have a f- this show by Boeing Parapsychology Club. The, w- the world is opening up again, folks, and we'll be able to go out and do our things that we love to do. So anyway, yes. Okay, and how much time we got now? One minute. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. I like speaking fast. Anyway, so if you have any questions, you can contact me. 
at EileenGrimes.com, or you can contact Ray Grassy at RayGrassy.com. And next week, we'll have on Jackie Slevin, and she will be on. And following week, we're going to have on Michael Cepress again. He will be live in studio, and I believe he's going to play his piano. He's bringing into the studio, so it's going to be lots of fun. So anyway, that's it for us this week. We had a fun day with Ray, and we will see you next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.